There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com. It's time for a healthy dose of According to the Castles, the show where we talk about marriage, family, faith, health, nutrition, fitness, and so much more. And now, please welcome your hosts, Amy and Trey Castles. Hey, everyone. It's Amy Castles, but Trey is not here. I have with me. Oh, Avery's a little shy. I have Avery Castles on the mic. This is her first podcast. And I think, oh, are you a type of person who has the laughing disorder? Probably. There are actually people who have an uncomfortable laugh disorder where in social situations, they actually can't help it. They start laughing. Do you know Kamala Harris? Kamala Harris has that. (laughs) That's why she laughs so much. Okay. Well, when Avery comes back, and by the way, I know the security detail for Kamala Harris, he's retired now, but he's the one who told me that. So if you ever, you know, hear her laughing in the odd situations, it really is like, a thing. <laughs> okay. Deep breaths. All right. So here's what we're talking about today. When Avery gains her composure, we're going to talk about some small steps to health. And we're going to talk about Avery's recent mission trip to Alaska. Are you ready to go? Yes, ma'am. 
Okay. All right. So some small steps to health. We've talked a lot about the different areas of health. We've last week we talked about yoga and I want to give you some very simple tips that you can do. And these are just, this goes along with the lifestyle habits. You hear people talk a lot about lifestyle. And when you talk about lifestyle, you will hear people talk about lifestyle and they will say, oh, you know, the health is, it's a lifestyle. Well, these are just areas that I wanted to introduce that you are molding into your lifestyle to make them routine and also habit. Okay. So the first thing is we're talking about eating habits Mm -hmm. is sitting down and eating meals. So Avery, when you, we make dinner, sitting down and eating a meal, how do you feel like that is beneficial for our family? Connecting. It's connecting time. Yeah. Anything else? It's better than sitting in the car and eating a fast food meal. Well, that's true. Okay. When you sit down to eat a meal, you're going to take time to slow down a little bit and then practice digestion and mindfulness. Whenever I sit down and eat a meal, I feel like my brain finally has a chance to like connect with the food. And this kind of goes along the macrobiotics philosophy that eating is an enjoyable thing and it's a a meditation really. So sitting down to eat your meal helps you to actually get fuller and then be more sustainable. Okay. Have you ever had some food and then all of a sudden you were looking at your phone or something and then the last bite was gone and you were like, wait, was that the last bite? I feel cheated. I've seen River do that. He'll start crying because he's like, where did the food go? It's gone. What happened? So he must have been preoccupied with something. Ryan's world. Right. So when you eat and you have that last bite, you connect with it. And there's just this level of, okay, I'm finished and I'm full. Rather than having your plate out and then doing little errands, taking bites as you walk from one room to another, cleaning, those sorts of things. Okay. Starting with vegetables. Starting with vegetables is probably the most important part of building your plate first. Aim to do this at least two to three meals a day, and this will help increase your vegetable intake. There's a philosophy called crowding out. And when you're crowding out, you are basically crowding out the bad foods with the good foods. So always having some sort of vegetable. Okay, Avery, I'm giving y'all a perspective from the kids. When we have made y'all little lunches, like like since you were little, what is it that I would always put on your plate that I would figure out even if it was raw and I didn't have time to do like it was a dinner, a cooked vegetable? Carrots. <laughs> yeah. Carrots. Always carrots. Yeah. Well, and also bell pepper. Yo, yeah. Yeah. And, that too. And sliced cucumber, which you like cucumbers. River likes cucumbers. Evan does not like cucumbers. He's the weird one. I'll eat them. They're okay. So sometimes I've had to hodgepodge lunches together. I've had to hodgepodge breakfast or dinner together. And I won't have time to make a nice vegetable on the side, like, you know, asparagus or roasted broccoli or anything like that. So I just reach in the refrigerator and I always have some sort of raw vegetable that I can put on y'all's plate or my plate. And that's kind of how I've done it so that we get our vegetables in. Okay. Carrying a water bottle. I know you have some words about this. I mean, there's water always there with you. (laughs) Okay. So Avery, from the time you were in elementary school, 
what is it that I would always pack with you before we left the house? You used to put us, because we never like water bottles and still don't, you used to put these frozen water bottles in our thing so then they would defrost by lunchtime and then we would have to drink water and plus it would double as an ice pack. And it would be cold for after recess. Oh, that's a really good tip. I forgot about that. I haven't done that in a while. You know, because I used to get those at Trader Joe's. I would get the little mini bottled waters. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like that is a little bit wasteful because – it's still plastic and you're drinking out of plastic, but in the hot summer months, it is nice to have like ice cold water in the afternoon. But increasing your water intake means that you're pretty much always going to have a water bottle with you. And I've told you guys since y'all were a kid, do not leave the house without your water canteen, right? How many bottles of those canteens have we gone through? Oh my gosh. Okay. So having a water bottle with you is super important because you will always be able to refill it. You can stop at any gas station, add ice if you want to. You're not being as wasteful. I don't like throwing away water bottles. I don't like to drink out of plastic. So having a stainless steel water canteen really helps. And I actually just got my water bottle from Walmart and it's a big like half gallon. It's so ridiculous and looks... I look like a total nerd, but I don't care. It is keeping me so much more hydrated because I know I have to drink two of those a day. So it helps me to really make it my goal to drink all of it, one of them by one o'clock and then the rest of it throughout the rest of the day. And I'm exercising in the morning, so it's easier. But increasing your water intake, you've got to carry a water bottle with you. Okay, expressing gratitude. We are not always the best at this, but praying over our food is important. The macrobiotics way, they will like actually place their hands over their food and bless their food and say, thank you. So I really think that it's the same, you know, energy that's going out, but you are expressing gratitude. And if you're praying over your food, that's what we do as much as we remember praying over the food. God, thank you so much for this food. Let it be nourishing to my body. There has been multiple times where I've heard this, your belief about the food that you're going to eat determines how that food will digest in your body. So Avery, I don't know if you remember this, but I've always told you, if you are going to eat something that is a treat, don't feel bad about it, right? Mm -hmm. Haven't I always told you that? Mm -hmm. I've said, Mm -hmm. if you're going to eat something, like if you're going to, if you decide you're at a party and you're going to eat Oreos, just Eat the Oreos, don't feel bad about it, and enjoy them, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. But if you were to eat those Oreos and as you're eating them say, oh, these are terrible for me, they're not good for me, well, now you're telling your body those are not good for me. You are better off just not eating them at all. So either have good energy and a good attitude towards your food and be grateful rather than having the negative belief about it. Okay. Relationships. So that was some eating habits. Let's talk about some relationships. Try to schedule a weekly call with somebody who you care about, someone that you can have a regular phone conversation with. It can be the same person, a different person. Either way, someone that you can strengthen a relationship with. For me, I talk with my mom. I talk with my sister. I talk with Amanda. I talk with Brittany and I talk with Misty. These are my kind of go-tos and I rotate around them 
and it keeps me connected because we can't always get together. And I try to do my phone calls either while I'm driving or when we go out for a walk. Listen fully. Listening to someone else gives them the attention that they need and it will come back to you because there's going to be time where you need them to listen to you. It's really, really hard to sometimes listen more than speak, especially if you're a talker. I'm a talker. So I'm a talker. It can be challenging, but sometimes, and I catch myself, if I'm anxious in a conversation, maybe I'm feeling a little insecure about the person that I'm around, or I don't know them very well, and they're very quiet, then I will tend to fill the gaps with unnecessary conversation just to keep it going. And it's then, then I end up talking myself into this weird hole and then it's so awkward and I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? And then I, I'm like hearing myself but I'm, and I'm seeing myself and then I'm like, what am I doing? But then I keep talking and then I'm sweating and then <laughs> it's so hard. Practice listening is a really, really challenging skill, but it's so good. Practice conversations where you call someone and, hey, how's your day? How can I pray for you today? What's going on? So what's new with you? Okay, what's going on good in your life? Hey, what's good in your life? You can ask questions that will get people to talk. And it's got to be an open-end question, like not something that is a yes or a no. So example of a yes or no would be, hey, are you having a good day? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Okay. Well, how about, hey, what's going on great in your day today? And then they're like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Practice listening. Okay, share your day. Have somebody that you know that you can share your day with. This may be your dog on some days, but talk to your dog. Like, hey, little fluffy. Oh, it's been a great day. I had somebody smile to me at the grocery store and blah, 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 whatever. Having someone to share your day with, this goes back to having that weekly phone call with somebody, but it offers you a chance to just speak. And it is so healing for you to speak as well. Those people that I was talking about that I will tend to over-talk with, those people are probably the ones who do not share their day enough. Some of these areas I'm speaking of may be your strong point. So my strong point is sharing my day. My weak point is listening. But you may be opposite of that. Okay? All right. Lend a hand. One of the things that I really want to emphasize to my kids, and I try to do it as well, is help someone wherever I can. I can't always get to a nonprofit organization to go feed the homeless on a Saturday morning or volunteer at such and such place or this or that. But there are little things that I can do to help other people while I'm out. And I've no, and you and Evan, I, I think, are really good at this helping someone open the door for them at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Or you see grandpa or grandma trying to reach for something on the top shelf. Hey, can I help you with that? Or you guys will run up to somebody. Can I help you load your groceries? And I love that y'all do that. I think it's really good. Okay, self-care. So this is the next category. Self-care is super important. What have I always said about sleep for you, Avery? You need at least eight hours of sleep each night from any age, basically, at least. Well, for your age, 
it's going to be more than eight hours. But for my age, yes, it is eight hours. When you go out to camps or, okay, when you came home from Alaska, you slept for pretty much like two days straight. You um, I slept for a day. I slept for a day. I didn't sleep the on Monday. No, I did not. Avery, it is Thursday. No, and I know. today is the first day that you got up early. Yeah, because you woke me up. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying you've been sleeping, sleeping like for a really long time. Yeah. And the first day you slept till you got home and then you slept all the way until like six o'clock at night and then you were tired or then you were wide awake, but then you tried to go to bed and then that was hard because you were all jet lag, but you've been sleeping and that is how your body recovers. When you sleep and the whole thing about, have you ever heard of beauty rest? Yes. Yes. Beauty rest is a thing. When you sleep, your body has a chance to go through detox. It has a chance to recover from all the activity that you're doing, stress, everything. So sleeping is super important. We've talked about it on another podcast about sleep. Try to choose a time that works for you to go to sleep. And then from there, set your alarm to wake up uh, seven to eight hours. Seven is my absolute minimum. Okay. Relax and recharge. We talked about yoga last week. At the end of my yoga class, we do something called Shavasana. And in Shavasana, it means that you are basically like resting for five to 10 minutes max. We usually have about six minutes, seven minutes, usually. When we do this relaxation time, nobody's falling asleep, but they are releasing and letting go of their muscles, it takes moments. Like a lot of times I'll lay down and then I'll be clenching my glutes and I'm like, okay, why am I doing that? And then I'll relax my glutes. Like I have to consciously think about taking a breath in and then exhale and then releasing out through my fingertips and then going, you know, to my waist and then exhale, release to the glutes and then going all down the body. And it takes time to consciously focus on that. Well, when you do that, even just for six or seven minutes, you will have a complete rejuvenation. When you get up, it feels like you just woke up from a nap. Like people will sit up after Shavasana and they'll be, their hair's all like kind of funky and they're like, just look like they just woke up. And I'm like, you feel completely recharged. You feel 100% completely recharged. If you do not have five to 10 minutes per day to just rest, you are too busy. You're too busy. Prioritize it. Okay. This is an interesting one on self-care. Flossing. <laughs> <laughs> Flossing is huge. Flossing is an easy way to improve your hygiene and it only takes a few minutes each night. Flossing actually totally grosses me out. So I have a little flosser thing that I do and I use it in the shower. So flossing is, I just, I like to rinse it right there. So your oral health is a direct reflection of your overall health. In fact, I would really like to have a specific dentist on here, Dr. Troy Bonin, and we're going to talk about health. I haven't asked him yet, but this is my official shout out. So flossing brushing your teeth. It is a huge part and your oral hygiene is a huge part of your overall health. The same bacteria that is found in your teeth is the same bacteria that they find in the heart for heart disease. So think about that. 
and the, the pathway is right to it. So the nerves from your jaw go all the way down right to the heart. It's all related. Okay, increased circulation. When you increase circulation, what I mean is you're scrubbing your entire body with like Epsom salts or a loofah or a washcloth or something. Do this morning and night brushing, dry brushing. Do you know what a dry brush is, Avery? No. Well, a dry brush is like this bath brush that's like dry bristles and you go in circles all around your skin and it helps circulate fluid throughout your body and it helps your lymphatic system and it also stimulates detox. So dry brushing is super beneficial. It's a really good habit to get into. Okay. Next one, mindset. Mindset is a huge area that you can work on to help increase your overall health and laugh more. Trey likes to, we've talked about this. Trey likes to watch Walking Dead. I don't want that stress. I literally take on that stress. <laughs> I know. But I like to laugh. So my, my show that I like to watch is Golden Girls. I'll watch one to two episodes per night. You and River. I know. We love Golden Girls. And it's just, it's good for the soul to laugh. So I think it's beneficial. And I like it better than say like watching TikTok or Reels because you may watch a bunch of them, but then you're going to get some negative one and you're going to get some political one and then it just messes it all up. Well, then the show ends. The Reels, they just keep going. So there's no like 25 minute stopping point. Yeah. It's, it's always like, oh, there's one 30 second more. 30 seconds isn't going to hurt. And then you're stuck in the black hole of social media. And you're like, well, that one was funny. So isn't the next one going to be funny too? Yeah, exactly. Okay, take a beat. This means that when you feel stressed or overwhelmed, force yourself to stop and take a few deep breaths and drink some water. Water has oxygen. Your breath is oxygen. When we feel stressed, we tighten up, we clench up. I, there was a moment today where I got really, really stressed and I actually felt my blood pressure start to rise and I've memorized the feeling now. If you can memorize the feeling of what happens on a physiological level, when you are getting stressed, then you know how to help yourself. I don't have to go to the doctor for this. I can say, hey, I'm getting stressed. And in that moment, stop and take a deep breath. That's what I did. I, I had to stop and I had to just breathe. Okay, replace should with could. Don't should on yourself. Shoulding on yourself is not very nice. Negative self-talk is super negative for you. It's not good for your body. Replace everything with could instead of should. This is you choosing to empower yourself rather than putting yourself uh, down. If you say, I should make dinner, well, you just should it on yourself. Not good. But if you say, I could make dinner, now it's an empowerment. It's a choice. You're choosing to make dinner. It's not because you should do it which is pressure and negativity, it's because you could and you're more than capable and then you choose to do it because you love your family and you want them to eat. All right, movement, the next category. Standing up every 30 to 60 minutes is super beneficial for getting your blood flowing on a regular basis. You may need to set a timer. You may be the person who needs to set a timer. And keep in mind, some of these areas you may be really good at already and some of them you may not. You may be the person who is standing all day long because you're really anxious and you need to actually work on the other part where I said, 
go lay your butt down for five to 10 minutes. But you could be the person that is sitting all day. Maybe you have a sit down job. Maybe you have some injuries that make it challenging for you to stand. So you need to set an alarm. This helps get your blood flowing and it gets your endorphins up and it'll help you. Okay. Fitting it in, fitting in your exercise, take small opportunities to squeeze in more movement throughout the day. If you're in the South Texas heat, it is really hard to park in the back of the parking lot. But if you go to store early, you can park in the back of the parking lot and then you can walk in. It's not too hot. Try taking stairs rather than the elevator. Maybe you take a bus or a subway, see if you can get off a little bit early. And of course, just moving throughout the day. Sometimes I like to just get in my extra movement just by cleaning up the house. And I'll actually put on my tennis shoes, grab a laundry basket, go around the house, pick up all the crap that doesn't belong. And now I'm getting extra steps. I really like to get 10,000 steps per day. My Apple Watch just broke this morning, actually, because I fell off a stand-up paddleboard. But I like to get my 10,000 steps. And Avery and I are in a I can compete with Avery and I can see how many steps she has and she can see how many steps I have. And that's really fun. So if you have another friend with an Apple watch, you guys can have challenges against each other. So that's super fun. Aim to walk at least 10 minutes of intentional walks per day. This doesn't include the little, you know, being out parking in the back of the parking lot or doing your stairs. Like if you have to go to work or not, whatnot. Take at least 10 minutes where you are intentionally going for a walk. This is really important. It's good to get out in nature and your pets will probably love it too if you take them on your walk. Keep this goal easy. That way you can achieve it better. Sign up for something new. Challenge yourself to try a new activity. I have not done stand-up paddleboard fitness before. I signed up for it last week. I went to it. It was so much fun. I did what I could. I could today, well, the first class I did it and I rocked it. It was great. And I posted a video on my Instagram page. But the second time I did it today, I fell off three times. And the reason why was I'm sore. I was tired. didn't get enough sleep. And number three, I emotionally was not in it today. So that means that I'm going to have grace on myself. And I said, hey, you know what? I showed up. I did what I could. And that's okay. I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I'm not going to have the negative self-talk and I'm not going to say I should have done better. I'm just going to say I did what I could. And maybe I might go for a walk later. I don't know. Maybe I won't. It's freaking hot outside. (laughs) So maybe just start out tomorrow. All right. But challenging yourself with something new. Okay. Last area would be home practices. Buy a plant. Whether you don't have any plants at all, or maybe you have many, adding plants to your house brings oxygen in and it brings life to the area. And having plants is just, I've always loved plants. Although I have figured out you have to water them, which is interesting, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. I'm proud of you. This is the first year that you haven't killed a plant. I know. You've actually kept one alive. Okay, believe it or not, before I had three children... I used to have a ton of plants in my apartments. Like I had plants all over my apartment whenever I was in college. That was a really long time ago and I didn't have kids. Once I had to water plants and feed children, it just, it just didn't happen. But plants were second priority. Exactly. I feel like I'm finally getting myself into a little bit of order here and our plants are doing really good. 
But they bring so much life to the house, don't you think? Mm-hmm. I want to get some actually some taller plants because most of mine are kind of low. Mine's dead in my room. Yeah. I had like a tree thing in. You had a fiddle it, fig. Yeah, I had that. And it's no longer with us. It is totally It's still dead. in my room though, but it's it's gone. <laughs> okay, what were you supposed to do in the top drawer in your room this morning? Oh, clean it out. Right. Or kind of clean it. Or like organize it. Okay, yes. Organizing spaces. I know you didn't want to do it, but you finally did it. And how did you feel when it was done? Organizing doesn't necessarily – I'm not like dad where when I organize something, it makes me feel super relieved. I feel the same, honestly, whenever I organize mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. But when I when it's clean, I like it. But like when it's like – I don't know. <laughs> Basically, what she's trying to say is she likes a clean room, but she just doesn't want to do it. How about that? Is that sure. what it is? Sure. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think, I, I think that, that's fair. It's pretty fair. I, I like a clean house, but I don't like to clean it. Yeah, but, I don't want to yeah. do it. I mean, I understand. I mean, you still have to clean it, but yeah, I get it. I still do it. <laughs> so Trey is the king of organization. He lo- And I like to organize too. But Trey actually like gets really excited for it. Like when he goes, he's out of town right now on a guy's trip, which by the way, ladies, get your husbands to go on guy's trips. It is good for them. And guys, please behave on the guy's trips so that your wife wants you to go on the guy's trips because holy cow, for the longest time, Trey would not behave on the guy's trips. And then I'd be negative about it. And then I didn't want him to go. And there was always weird stuff. But then I was tired of him being at the house. But then I didn't want him to leave. But I kind of wanted him to leave. And it's just this vicious cycle. But we've all grown up now. We've grown past that. And Trey goes on guys trips and it is so great for his soul it's good for me to be alone it's just really good and one of the things i really like to do is do something nice for before when he comes home and that usually includes organization or cleanup of a space and then i have show and tell when he comes home and then he's all excited (laughs) it's kind of silly all right make your bed in the morning even if you can't put all your thousand pillows on your bed make your bed it studies show which I don't even know where the heck those studies are, but they do show, I know that there are, that making your bed is super beneficial for a positive and productive day. Turn off the electronics early. This is a huge point and I'm leaving this last. Aim to turn off all electronics, phone, computer, and TV at least 30 minutes before bed to promote a restful sleep. You may be the type of person that has to fall asleep with the TV on. There are ways that you can get out of that habit and then sleep even better. Okay. So that is all I have for our tips. The last thing that I want to talk about is I want to give Avery a second to talk real quick about her experience in Alaska. So Avery, where did you go? I went to Alaska. I don't exactly know the exact place because we kind of went all around and went and explored in different parts of it, basically. And what did y'all do there? Well, we did a bunch of excursions, and we also worked with a VBS with Reach 907 and Thirst Missions. Okay. By the way, so Avery went on this mission trip, and most of the time mission trip students will have to earn or raise some money. So Avery earned. How much money did you earn? Well, I raised $1,600, but... Out of that 1600 I made 200 but I never actually put 
that 200 towards the 1600. So basically 1600 was given to me by a bunch of different people. And that 200 that I made, I was able to spend while I was in Alaska. Okay. So which I did not spend all of it, by the way. (laughs) Okay. So that could be taken lots of different ways. Avery was supposed to raise $1,600. Okay. Parents, we had to ante up 500. Then the rest she was supposed to raise. Well, she started working, doing jobs for neighbors, doing some work with some other people in our neighborhood. And she raised enough money as well as earned enough money that she was over the 600. So the money that people wanted to donate closed off her 1600. Well, then the money that she earned that she actually worked for, she was able to then use as part of her spending money for on the trip. So she did, I was so proud of her for doing that because a lot of kids were just kind of you know, having their parents post on social media, which I did end up doing, but that was it. But Avery took the time to actually go out and work for it. And I'm really proud of you for that because you you worked really hard. What is it that was your biggest takeaway from being in Alaska? Because you were working with what kind of kids? Most of them are still in foster care. A couple of them have been adopted at the moment and are, well, they're in the foster care system in Alaska basically. And their trauma? They've all experienced trauma, like anywhere from there's a trauma scale from most of us have probably experienced like one. They've experienced anywhere from like three to 10. So you said that on your Instagram page, you said that y'all went there to influence their lives, but really they influenced yours. How did they impact your life? I guess they just gave me a new perspective. A new perspective on what? How the foster care system kind of works too and kind of how it can impact each little kid even if they're little I guess. How do you feel about your life and seeing and your family seeing some of the ways that these kids are raised and their situation? Well I guess each person that went on the trip they all came back home and they were all feeling like every single person at the end was crying because it's hard to make a relationship with someone and then completely leave them and not see them for and you might not even because if they get adopted that's great and they might not come back next year some of them might have aged out or some of them might not get to come back or just their foster parents didn't enroll them they might be somewhere completely across Alaska because the way Alaska is set up is it's like there's like five towns or six towns that are kind of spread out. And those are the only places, it's kind of like a big circle. Those are the only places that you can get to off of a road and then the rest you have to fly to. So they'll obviously be in those places, but I just completely went off on something completely different. (laughs) Well, what I was asking was, in what way do you view your life now after seeing the way that these kids have their lives? I mean, I guess I'm grateful that I'm not in the foster care system. Mm-hmm. And that I can live in a good house and everybody else there could live in a good house. Yeah. Do you feel that you were impacted forever from these kids? Like what – is there any changes that you want to make in your life or did it inspire you to do anything? Go back next year. It inspires you to go back next year? I definitely want to go back next year. Was it challenging for you to see some of these – 
sweet little faces knowing the kind of trauma that they had been, had in their life? Um, Did that impact you or hurt your heart in any way? Honestly, didn't really affect me just because I didn't look at them any different as I look at River. Mm-hmm. River, who's my brother, by the way. <laughs> so is there anything that you want to do different in your life now that you're home after seeing what you saw and experiencing what you did? I honestly have no idea. Maybe that might be praying for those kids? Yeah. And then maybe doing some more mission trips in the future? Probably. I mean, with CP, yeah. Okay. Well, this was her first mission trip, and I'm very proud of you for going, and I'm amazed at her strength and her ability to go be around these kids. I think that having someone like you look at them just like being a kid – if you were to go there and just like pity them and feel sorry for them, you could have ruined their experience, but you actually were happy and you just treated them like the kid, like they should be. And I think that was probably healthy for them and it was healthy for you. And I think in the future, I could really see you doing mission work more. And there's nothing better than a kid growing up and being able to have experiences like this to step outside our little bubble because we are in a little bubble that we are so blessed with. And there's definitely not a lot of those same. We have a lot of privileges and a lot of opportunities within our life that are just, that are not out there. And I think it's important to see other people's experiences and hear about them so that you can understand their perspective on many different issues. So what I was trying to say before was that the kids may not know it, but they impacted us just as much as we impacted them. Thank you so much, Avery, for coming on the show. And I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode. Trey will be back for more laughs and crazy punchlines, I guess, next week. So we'll see you then and have a great day. Bye. See ya. Thanks for listening to another episode of According to the Castles with Amy and Trey. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. To stay up to date with the castles, follow Amy on Instagram at acastles. Until next time, have faith, enjoy life, and love abundantly. There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, 
Healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com.